0: Life Insurance Agents, you're listening to the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast, where we provide the tools and insights to help you grow a more profitable life insurance business by selling online and over the phone from anywhere with an internet connection. Even if you're alone in your quest to build your life insurance business, just know you're listening right now with thousands of life insurance agents using the strategies we discuss to sell more life insurance, work more efficiently, and on your own terms. For more in-depth advice and to make sure you never miss a podcast episode, join our email list over at sellturnlife.com. Welcome to episode number 44 of the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Root, and today we're speaking with a financial services marketer with over a decade in the business. He's done everything from creating a nonprofit that promotes the life insurance industry through television PSAs to a startup he just founded that can help you generate more life insurance leads. We'll discuss all this, including some tips on local branding in this podcast. But first, if you like what you hear and are listening in iTunes or Stitcher, please leave us a review. And for information about marketing your life insurance business online and over the phone, join our email list over at selltermlife.com. So let's get to it. Today, we have Jonas Roser on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Jonas.
1: Thank you for having me. All right. So why don't you tell us
2: a little bit about your background and what you do? So,
1: uh, I've been actually a marketer in the financial services industry for over a decade now. I'm actually an international award winning marketer. I'm a member of the Echo Academy of Direct Marketing Arts and Sciences. So, that's really an academy that's focused on lead generation. And so, we all know how important leads are in business. I'm an owner in a uh, professional mortgage alliance company, so, it helps partner with insurance agents on uh, reverse mortgages. And I also uh, founded an insurance agency. Uh, our co-found insurance agency, actually, in 2003 called LTC Financial Partners. And there's where I really cut my teeth on working with agents, producers every day. We're a national agency on lead generation and personal branding. Uh, and then at that agency, trying to come up with a new lead generation campaign, I, I developed one in-house, which I called three and four, and it later became a national association and, and uh, marketing campaign. And it was based off the health and human services statistic that three out of four people need some form of long-term care at some point in their lives. And we turned that into a national campaign and uh, worked with a lot of agents for many years now on developing that brand and supporting them. been developing marketing programs for individual producers to national companies for quite some time on a number of different products and just very excited about being here today.
2: Awesome. So this it's the three and four needmorecom dot is, com is what you're
1: referring to, right? Yeah, so three yeah, three and four needmorecom dot com is the website and the association. It's a nonprofit. It's three and four association is, is the parent company and three and four need more. There's the website and that's the service address. And it's really about what products and services do people need to in their life to form their long term care plan. So life insurance typically is is the first product you you know you look at it. Looking at getting it when you're married or have a child or something along those lines, obviously, for the people you leave behind. And it isn't something that you're going to get later in life, you're going to get it earlier. So uh, we talk about all sorts of products. We educate the consumer on all sorts of products, and we have lead gen and the marketing materials to support a number of the products.
2: Okay. And so, how are you marketing three and four need more? Is it is it mostly media coverage? Yeah. So, what
1: we do is, um, as a nonprofit, we have a couple of concessions that are really Work for us. So, we actually do TV advertising. We do two TV PSAs a year. So, this is basically TV commercials. Last year, we did critical illness and to work with your local specialist. And the beautiful thing about being a nonprofit is you have to pay the cost to develop a TV commercial, but as a nonprofit, it gets played as a PSA for free. So, every year we do two. Uh, the year before, we did reverse mortgage and long term care insurance. And actually, next year, we're going to be doing life insurance. And I'm trying to figure out the second topic. So that's how we touch consumers. It's one way. We have these TV commercials playing, and uh, TV stations have to play so many PSAs per week. And so we really focus on giving them a great package, showing what we're doing, and how it affects three out of four of their viewers. See, that's the big win that three and four has, is it's based on a health and human services statistic. So when we go out to the media and say, this affects your or four of your readers, listeners, and viewers, they want to hear what we have to say. And once again, we got great stuff to talk about and how these products and even government entitlement programs, you gotta you got to take the whole net, is information and content that their viewers, readers, and listeners need to know. So TV, we've done two national bus tours. The first one we did, we kicked off live from Times Square, uh, where Prudential actually gave us their billboard in Times Square where the ball drops. And we were covered live on Fox and Friends for seven minutes straight with a surprise uh, flash mob. So we really go into doing events that get people looking. We do a number of direct mail pieces uh, that go out, and then we supply a bunch of material at our cost. We don't make any money on it, but we're not at the scale yet. We can give it away, unless it's digitally, to to producers to help them spread three and four, be a local three and four advisor, and then get out in their own community, utilize the the seminar programs we have uh, utilize our vehicle as a nonprofit. It's much easier to get local seminars to get in touch with other strategic partners and whatnot when you're talking that you're a local advisor for a nationally recognized nonprofit on long-term care planning. It's just a different vehicle to get in the door.
2: Awesome. So when you have those PSAs running, those advertisements, the bus tour, everything, when people go back to three and four need more, so the consumers, you're redirecting them back to your website, right? Three and four need more? Yep. Okay. And so what happens there? Do you distribute any leads to agents there
1: or how does that work? So, yeah, there's a, let me tell you how it works actually. So first off, as a nonprofit, we can't generate leads or sell them. Mm-hmm. But what we're able to do is if you go to three and four, Dot com now, you'll notice it says, find your local agent. So they're able to look up by zip code and find a local agent there. That then becomes basically you know, how a local agent is then reached out to from direct traffic from whether it be direct mail or you said you know a piece or the TV commercial. So you got to be on the site, you got to be part of the association to be listed there. When you're listed there, you're automatically then listed on our smart app. And the smart app has cost calculators, you can get a free download of our guide and a few other things. So there is a little bit of a reason for someone to download the smart app for more than a once a once usage to find an agent. So it's one of the many benefits we have. And then we're strategically aligned with a company called Target Leads. It's been around for 30 years. And they uh, do—they have the licensing agreement on the 3 and 4 logo. So that's how we're able to now support a lead gen campaign, but we're not selling the leads. So we license it out. And it helps us become sustainable so we can continue doing programs like this to support producers but not directly be involved in the lead gen. We get paid off the number of pieces mailed and not off policies sold or leads sold. Okay. I have producers calling me all the time saying, "Hey, I had someone locally call me, or I just made a great strategic partner, or you know the seminar kit that you guys offer works really well." And I, you know, had a local service group ask me to give it, and they found me on the website. So I definitely have success stories for sure.
2: Awesome, and I think it's it's a
1: nominal fee to get to get listed on the site. It's like sixty bucks, right? It, it's sixty bucks a year. And so you know what you get with it and you're able to be part of the lead gen campaign. And this is where you're able to order direct mail through a company that helps you. They have customer service that helps you. They have tested pieces that have solid response rates in every single state uh, off a number of products. But more importantly, you're also then listed on the site, but we have a, the essentials of long-term care planning guide and thousands are downloaded monthly. And we let you personalize this actually all our materials. If you're, on the three and four, if you're one of annual paying, you're able to personalize them. So personalize them for free, digitally, you're able to come in the back end of the site and upload your contact information, your picture, and then now all of a sudden you have this free guide that your brand is on that's put out by a national nonprofit, but there's other materials in there as well. And that's really what a lot of the agents really love, is a compliance-approved piece that talks about a number of different products, because many times agents are selling a number of different products, but then it's backed to by a national brand. And as well as we have videos that they're able to personalize at the end, and so on and so forth. So just lots of materials that help them get their brand out, their identity out in the community.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So beyond that, beyond the three and four need more, what I know you as is kind of an, an expert <laughs> on building your local brand. So I think I want to dig into that a little bit. And so, so yeah, so can you give us kind of like an easy win for the agents listening to this podcast right now that an agent can do to improve their local brand to generate more leads?
1: Well, you know, I think one of the easiest things to do is a lot of people don't put a lot of time into their email signature line. Or let me tell you this, they put too much time there and do things that are turning off potential leads. And if you think about it, you're sending average, actually, I know this fact. The average producer sends forty one emails per day, and I knew this uh from a potential survey that that I got when I was working on an internal marketing campaign with them so if you think about that, it's over you know a thousand emails a month mm-hmm. so why not take advantage of making your email signature somewhat of a lead generation piece for you and it's easy to do you know first off, you want to take a look at what your current email signature looks like now because you gotta remember this is a no cost thing. And, you know, your email, you're not even talking about the secondary form of your email getting forward to someone else. But you want to make sure that your signature is quality. And then I'll tell you a few things you can do in it so I'll generate some, some leads for you. But, you know, if you think about it now, there's still a lot of people that have their fax number in their email, probably want to take it out. Not many people are using it. And it's a valuable real estate that you could put something else in that could help drive a lead or tell something more important about you. At the end of the day... Your website's probably the most important thing to have in your email because you, all your content's there, all your information's there. Yep. And sometimes a lot of people leave it out. So you want to have that there. I'm not a big fan, jumping ahead here, of, you know, when you're thinking about your email signature, you want to think about your mobile signature too. A lot of people now are, you know, please forgive my my fat thumbs from typing oh, yeah, in my the type, type of little it. stuff in yeah. there. But you know what, in this industry where you're talking about filling out you're selling a product, a financial services product. And you're talking about you know mm-hmm. forms that are being filled in. You need to, you want to showcase that you are professional, and so I don't really think that that's a very positive thing to have when you're you're taking a check, you know, from the first time you're meeting someone or you're talking about something that's going to fulfill a loss when they're gone. So I'm a big advocate of not having that. But and also another another thing to not do is you know have a whole bunch of the icons listed there, you know. So it looks like a you know, a Skittles box that's just been unloaded onto your your email signature. Pick the two social networking icons that you feel you have the best presence on and just do that. Mm-hmm. Not every single one that's out there. And I'd stay away from weird fonts and also I'd stay away from quotes, honestly. Quotes are great to use on like a Tumblr or Pinterest, but they're not really you know, to have in, a, in an email signature a positive quote or something like that. Just in my opinion, I've, I've seen a lot of surveys and gotten a lot of feedback on it. And so kind of putting that forward. Now, what you want to do, though, is to generate the leads. And so the reason I kind of went with what to take away first or uh, what to look at to kind of freshen up before you what's going to do to generate the lead is because we might need some of that real estate. We want kind of want less is more. Mm-hmm. So once again, a website is the most important thing. And then... You want to offer something. So instead of offering, you know, once again, the quote or something, offer a free policy review, offer a free guide, offer a free seminar, something like that, because what that's going to do is actually create leads or it's going to create people talking about something that you have. So we talked about the three and four a second ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have a guide, and that would be a great thing to offer. You know, click here to to get your free guide, and you can either – you know, embed the image of the three and four guide and what you'd want to do is then join and get your personalized guide or 60 bucks isn't, the, you know, isn't in your cards. So this month, you can still get the generic guide for free. So you still have a guide to offer. You don't have to pay anything for it. But once again, or if you have an event coming up, it's a great way, you know, change out your signature line depending on what's going on. If you have a seminar coming up or you offer seminars or anything along that those lines, let that be known in there. Because then that gets people thinking, you know, uh, looking for a guest speaker, something like that. Because then you'll notice that there's lots of people that have, are involved in service groups, maybe something at a country club, something along those lines, and they're always looking for great content. And they got to find it every month. So if you throw yourself out there, now you're going to get in front of a group of people and there's a way you're going to get leads. And they could either be consumer leads where you're going to sell them a policy or maybe you're going to align yourself with a strategic partner that's going to then be able to give you a steady flow of leads if you showcase yourself professionally and support their their practice.
2: Exactly. One of the things I was thinking of here is a lot of our emails go out to other people in the industry, vendors, underwriters, life insurance companies, other agencies, whatever it is, but that's fine. (laughs) They (laughs) they know what you do. They can refer you out. So, for example, this this hits home with me because for a while I had a link to my calendar to schedule a call with me, and I used to get calls from people that I didn't send a link to. You know, I I have no idea who they were. And so um, I actually took it down because I was, you know, I didn't know where some of these calls were coming from. And I had a couple sales calls in there, people trying to pitch me something, but I also had some other good calls in there. But that stuff does get noticed. Um, yeah. Because they, it's different. They, Not everybody does it. It stands
1: out. Yep. You know, it gets noticed. And you also got to remember too, that even gets noticed in a hard copy thing sometimes. If you know, if you're putting together a plan, for someone it may be printed out and now it's going to the spouse or significant other maybe the financial advisors involved who knows but now it's printed out there and now you have someone else seeing it there too so once again it's you know you want to brand yourself with your email signature so for instance if you if you happen to have a blog or you do a podcast or you have something that's unique to yourself and it has a a frequency to it hey use this platform as a way to tell everyone about it you know, or if you have a, if uh, you have your own book or guide, as I said, um, but I also think, you know, free policy review, you know, it's it's a great way to get back in front of customers again and get new ones. And what you want to do is showcase that you're the local expert and by sitting down eyeball to eyeball or, or maybe you're able to do it, you know, over the phone, the webinar or something along those lines. But offering up an education in the form of a free review is a great way to get people talking again.
2: Absolutely, and and you, even using the calendar link, I use Calendly, and I'll link to it in the show notes of this episode. But um, for a policy review, so that way they just they even have a way of they can just schedule it with you, see your calendar, and yep. and do it right away. So there's something about that you don't need to put a link to your website that says you do policy reviews and talk about policy <laughs> reviews. Just say you do it, right. And, right. and
1: everybody knows what one is. And uh,
2: well, and, and more to,
1: importantly, make sure you have the word free there right because it's uh the last thing they think is you know unfortunately a lot of people don't want to talk to insurance agents and um so when you're letting them know they're going to be able to talk to you and it's not going to cost them money or they think that you're going to you know push a new policy right in their face right away it's it's going to make a softer one really
2: yeah awesome so let's talk about something else here you we, we've discussed a little bit about linkedin for local referrals can you give us an example of that for a, for a life insurance agent and how an agent can
1: find local referrals through LinkedIn? Yeah, you know where I where I found the most success with agents, say data mining there, and really what they're doing is they're going back and you know looking for clients that they already have. What what I've heard is they'll, they'll go put a client's name in LinkedIn because then they'll see who their strategic partners and their friends are that are on LinkedIn, and they'll we'll go approach them as kind of a a soft lead. It also works really, really well to say you happen to just sell, you know, Mr. Smith, a a life insurance policy. Sometimes it's hard to ask if there's a way that you can get in front of people at their place of work and you feel uncomfortable. But once again, if you're able to come back in and find them on LinkedIn, find out who their HR managers work, you can then offer up a free, you know, a lunch and learn or a group talk at their work without having to necessarily put your new client kind of on the coals and asking them for, you know, open their black book and give them, give you yeah. all these, inf- all the information. So it's a great way to say, Hey, who do I already have in my, in my local universe? You know, is it a, is it a financial advisor that I have? Is it a CPA? Is it my current clients? But just basically going into LinkedIn, you're popping them, populating the name in the search up at the top, kind of the same way you would in Google, and see what comes up. And then looking at, oh, what's bubbled up here that I can possibly position myself as a valuable resource and offer an education on life insurance? You know, and, then, and you know, the great thing, too, is there's a lot of times that companies are looking for having someone come in and talk, you know, at lunch as well. And this now gives you a great opportunity to be able to get in front of a bunch of people, talk about what life insurance is. Uh, maybe even become the agent or record for a company or something along those lines. Uh, give them a new hire flyer, so when they get someone, uh, they're hiring new people. They're letting them know this is who we recommend for life insurance. They, you know, getting involved into their process and then and coming in and, and, and just educating. And once again, the companies, when you get in kind of a, a worksite setting like that, you know, they want to know what their employee gets. And we all know that there's no way to really discount anything large, um, on insurance to some extent, but you can offer them a free guide, you know, and there you go. There's the, the the three and four book or, or something along those lines. All they want to know is that everyone's treated equally and that you are the local professional. And it's a great way to, to find new channels to, uh, to get involved with.
2: Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of niches out there where you can really help people, you know, if just, off the top of my head, you know CPAs in their AICPA or yep. Fegley with federal employees. If you help somebody in any of those niches, reach you know that's a good way. Go on LinkedIn, see who they're connected with other CPAs, other federal employees. Right, they're connected with. Exactly. And say, hey, I just helped so and so save off of Fegley or their AICPA plan or their AOPA plan or their their military plan that they have. SGLI or whatever it is. And, you know, that's a great way. It's a great way to name drop and to find other people that are connected with them. Absolutely.
1: So, and and it's not too intrusive. Another great thing about LinkedIn, if you happen, I mean, obviously you need to be a LinkedIn member to do it. But as you know, LinkedIn emails go, they don't get dropped in the spam. So if you haven't had a connection with someone or someone has a high spam account, you know, it's a great way to somehow, you know, another way, of communicating with them through LinkedIn itself and and build your own LinkedIn network that way too. You know, that's another great thing you might want to do is, is form your own LinkedIn group and then fully invite all your clients to it and, and new people to it. And then they're able to talk about what you're doing and your success stories almost as kind of just broadcasting what's going on in your business. And that's a great way of letting people know what you're doing and, and how far you can spread your wings to help, you know, one-on-one all the way up to families, to, to businesses, and, and so forth.
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah, LinkedIn is is really, really powerful. And, and you used the word data mining before, which is a great way to put it, because, I mean, you have the InMail. LinkedIn, I think they call it InMail, right, where you can send them yep. a message? Yeah. And there's also tools out there where you can scrape for email addresses, so you can actually get their personal email addresses. There's SaaS applications that do that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways, just going even beyond <laughs> what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, there's there's a number of things you could do. I just figured this is really low hanging fruit, no cost, yeah. a great way to kind of get you know to see and where I've you know where I've really seen it is we all know sometimes if you've sold and you're at the kitchen table or whatnot and you have the check and you've sold the policy to ask for a referral. Sometimes you want to just get up and run out of that house. So you don't want to push your <laughs> lock too much. Yeah. And so and just to think about it, if you ask for a referral, I mean the simplest lead is to ask right then and there where you've established the trust as as a you know as our advisor, is there anyone else you'd like, you know, I can talk to about this. Um, It it just doesn't get done. And uh, so as you try and get into a worksite setting too, or or I just say settings, I I guess, keep going back to worksite, but settings where you have multiple people. So you're one to many Mm -hmm. is to go back in there and look at what groups are involved with. And once again, look at, you know, where they've worked and, and to say, you know, this is a, you know, I've recently met with, you don't even have to say if they, you know, we're a client or not. And they, they found my, my service of value. And i like like, let you know, I'm here to to offer some support and education on life insurance and you'd be shocked. It doesn't cost anything to put, throw yourself out there a little bit like that.
2: Awesome. Great, great advice. So
1: do you use any other tools that you think agents can
2: be using that are let's, let's go with free tools. Like we're, we're on the subject of emails and LinkedIn. What other free tools can agents use to, uh, to build their local brand?
1: You know i one that i I use, and I think anyone should use it in business is Google Alerts. It's free, and uh, when you're talking about building your brand, it's great because not only does it help you become an expert on the products and services they're selling it also helps you monitor your own brand right? So if you think about it, it's kind of twofold and what Google Alerts is is you're able to basically i believe it's uh com forward slash alerts, I believe is the URL. Mm-hmm. And you're able to go in there and it's a very short, you know, I think there's four or five drop downs. There's like a search query drop down and so what you'd want to put in there is all the things that would be relevant. Uh, so life insurance, anything that's kind of short terms and and long tailed phrases that are around life insurance, then you can select how often you want it sent to you and um and how many times. And then you hit submit, and basically what this is going to do is Google's going to go do a Google search for you at the frequency that you suggested on the items and the, the words that you suggested and just drop it right in your inbox. So now if you're always out there looking for great content for a newsletter or something to post in your social networking or just you want to make sure that you are the leading expert on top of your game and you always know what's going on because the worst thing is when a client calls you and just read something in the news and you don't know how to answer them on it. Mm-hmm. Google Alerts drops it in there for you. So now you're not spending time looking and Googling, so to say. You're reviewing. And so I usually, you know, I set my Google Alerts. I have them for a number of different things. but say for products, I, you know, I have them set up so I get it uh, once a week. So it's not too much. Uh, And it could be, you know, anywhere from a three or four page email that you can scroll. And sometimes you're going to get subjects that aren't relevant just because the way the search query was. But many times, 90% of it is. And it really helps you be an expert without spending eight hours trying to become an expert, looking for the most relevant stuff. And now if you have something that's happening, that's very top of mind, you can set your query to or your frequency to be daily, right? If it's really something that's changing up in law or something like that that's happening. But once again, I, you know, it's a great way to become an expert in your product. And I mentioned monitoring your brand. The last thing you want is to be out there building a brand and hypothetically, maybe, you know, someone didn't qualify for life insurance. And uh, it's, it's a consumer, and they're upset with you, and they're out there now name bashing you, Yeah. you know, or bashing your brand. It's a great way to set up basically a Google Alert for yourself, so you can do it for a vanity reason to see how often you show up, or you can do it to actually monitor your brand. And it's a great way to get in front of, or at least know about what's going on, because in today's world, it just takes one review to make or break someone to some extent. So you really want to make sure that uh, you know what's going on out there and. So for your own personal monitoring, I would put, you know, obviously your name in, your uh, your website in, things that are relevant to who your brand is. And the great thing, too, is when you do the Google Alert, so well, you can kind of test it and it'll kind of show you what kind of comes up already and then you set that. But most importantly, you know, it's free. It's a great tool. It's a great way to monitor companies, too. So carriers, mm-hmm. you know, maybe set up a Google Alert and you put all the carriers in so you know what's going on with them so you're not last to know. Uh, maybe you can monitor kind of niche questions uh, that's relevant to your industry. And uh, it's also a great way to, to find new ways to new opportunities, because when you're out there and you're doing the Google alerts, what you're doing is also, it's pulling up other things that's happened, right? So it could pull up a blog and now that gives you an opportunity. You just find a new blog on life insurance or a new area, possible area. And you could be part of that. So it's another great way to not only build your brand, it's helping you find new areas to build your brand, new real estate that you can plant your seed in and grow your brand, because it's putting in front of you opportunities you're not searching for. So many times you'll see, you know, say, write us or submit guest post here or bloggers wanted. There you go. So you know, continuing building your brand, building your like I like to call your digital footprint. Absolutely, I, I
2: like what you said about the about you know going after some of your your target markets as well. So if you have a product, for example, that does great with scuba divers, you know, you may want to right. follow who's writing about scuba divers and say, okay, these people are posting a lot of articles. Maybe they'll be interested in an article that I'll write for them or, you know, other media opportunities within your target market as well. So there's a lot yeah. of ways you can do it. Yeah, I love well, Google I've I've lived off it for a couple of years.
1: It's <laughs> great, great tool. Well, one of, the, one of the things, you know, I live off Google. Anything I need, I go there because at least it helps me clear my mind to figure out a new direction that I need to go in. But where I've had some, I've heard some agents have great success with, with Google Arts is they'll put, you know, you're going to laugh at this one, but they'll put insurance jokes. Mm-hmm. And because you got to think about it. Is the content, what you think about what might be important to a consumer, really, a lot of times, is you know, a new law that's passed or this or that, or, you know, you want to talk to them about maybe get to them before a birthday coming up because, you know, obviously their policy is going to cost more money as they age. But what you really want them to do is you want, if you're able to find something that they find funny or valued, they might share it with someone else. So, I have agents that put in insurance jokes, and now what happens is whenever there's a great sketch or an insurance joke that comes up, that's what they take. That's what they put on their social networking. And once again, they because they're putting funny content like that out there, their clients are actually liking it. Mm-hmm. And when they like it, guess what happens? Their yep. friends and family see it. And so many times what I've found to be great social networking, seeds to plant, are things like that. You know, offer uh, a great link to a traffic advisory, you know, or a great article on, as you said, scuba diving insurance or something like that, something random, because that spikes interest more than another article on life insurance. Not to put down life insurance, but you got to think about it. You want to give them something that's kind of different. And once again, the jokes, they find that hilarious, you know, and then they're reposting it. And then you're getting in front of, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more people and it's a great thing to do. So you you talk about kind of
2: reputation management, managing you know what people are saying about your brand online, and how I actually found you was you launched a new service who kind of I would almost call it some sort of brand reputation, but also to to generate some leads here and there. Um, yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell us about the new service? I think it's AgentReview.net, correct?
1: It, correct. It is agentreview.net. And, you know, the reality of selling insurance today is really 80% of consumers are looking for information. They start their search online, right? And so with social media and peer recommendations influencing 90 plus percent of insurance buying decisions, you know, it's pretty important to be able to have a platform out there for an agent where consumers know about the platform and it's consumer facing and it provides an opportunity for testimonials and, and peer ratings, things that we're very used to in many other industries, right? Yeah, Hotels.com does it for hotels and Expedia does it for travel. Well, there currently isn't a platform for insurance. Angie's List isn't dedicated to insurance agents. And LinkedIn is peer-to-peer. It's where I'm going to go find you and everyone else that's listening on this call. That's not where a consumer is going to go. So that's where he came up with the idea of forming agent review kind of be the first to market for a concept that's worked for so many other industries, but also offering, you know, a service for the agent. I mean, there's consumer buying challenges right now that you you don't even think about. So if we can help mitigate those, it's going to make sales more relevant for the agent. I mean, right now there's so much contradictory information out there. Uh, There's a bunch of agents are competing with direct to consumer sites, Mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and there's no resource to verify an insurance agent's credentials, and also there's language barriers. And so, what we did with Agent Review is we came up with a, you know a platform that establishes visibility and credibility, and most importantly, it's consumer-facing with consumer marketing dollars that's going to push it out there, so the consumer knows where to go to find their their local agent and read about the reviews and what their their community says about them, their strategic partner says about them, if they happen to speak other languages, who they're appointed with, how many states that their license is and what products they can sell, and a little bit more about them, let's go to agentreview.net. And, you know, we really believe that we offer the ultimate online visibility and credibility positioning platform for an insurance agent, and that will attract consumers by offering unbiased information on core insurance products. And that's what we have. That's kind of the other section of our site. It's really split into two. It's information on insurance products that's not written in insurance vernacular. It doesn't sound like a carrier brochure. And so a consumer can go in there and read about uh, life insurance, and immediately they then can click to find their local verified agent, or they can go back in and do a search by zip code and find um, their agents. And when I say verified agent, it's a service that we offer where your profile goes out to an independent third party and they vet about 10 different segmentations of it to verify that everything's valid, including your testimonials. So if you happen to say you graduated from Harvard, they're going to verify that. If they happen to, um, if you say that you are the the council chair for your local chapter of such and such, they're going to verify that. Or if you happen to be in the military, because what we found is consumers want to work with people to have things in common with. So if you happen to say that you are in the Marines and you sell life insurance, and you know you like baseball, those are three things that someone else is searching for information on life insurance to find value, and more likely they're going to migrate towards you. But we want to make sure that that out there is valuable and is credible information. But also it's part of our business model to be honest. It's one of the reasons the media is starting to talk about mm-hmm. the service. And you gotta think about that. It doesn't do me any good if if to have a bunch of agents on there it might do me good for a year or two, but you, the agents won't continue redoing their subscription if I'm not doing my job in making sure that the site and what it has to offer is of value to the consumer and the media keeps talking about it. How are consumers finding your website? We are a new company. We're actually a year old this month. We just launched to the consumers about 60 days ago now. So we are been doing uh, we've been doing a number of different things. We've been kind of a split focus on agents and media attention right now. We have over 200,000 agents on the site. And what we've been doing as far as the media is, we have a dedicated media team, uh, seven people, that pound the phones, uh, get us interviews. Uh, let us uh, get on uh, news stations and TV stations. We talk about the service and then we reposition that content back to the the agents so they can see that we're out there, you know, doing, uh, raising the brand awareness. Um, I'm very happy to say that we're meeting with some institutional investors that are looking like to put a, a large amount of capital in that will help with major TV advertising and, and a, a much larger focus. Right now we do have the money to do a national we are doing national advertising, but to to have institutional capital really raises the game and will really help us cement that this is the place to go to find, you know, credible information and credible agents.
2: Awesome. And for and what's in it for an agent is one, they get pretty much get verified that what they're saying is is true. Their testimonials, like you said, what where they like graduated and and all that. But also they're all you know, they should be getting some business out of it over the course of a year.
1: Well, yeah, and there's a there's a couple. there' are actually a few more things than that. So first off, by the way, you can join it for free. There's three different levels. I don't make a total sales pitch, but you can join for free. But it's very very limited amount of information. It's your phone number, what state you're in, and your insurance license and well, one insurance types like white pages. Then there's a there's what we call our basic membership, and it's fifty dollars a year, and it gives you a pretty built out profile and allows you to upload pictures and, and have testimonials and peer ratings and all the things that you would want to have with that kind of platform. Then we have our verified agent platform, which is $250 a year. And with that, you are part of a lead generation campaign. So you're able to say, hey, I want to get X amount of leads, um, and we have the price that we sell these leads for, and want X amount a month. And uh, so you're able to then take part in that versus just getting the overflow of someone coming to the site and finding you and looking that way. You're actually part of a campaign. We have what we call our Endorse Me Now app, which is really awesome. It's out in about 20 days. And once again, we didn't build an app for the consumer. We built it for the agent. We understand the agent is really our client, and we need to support them. And we believe that agents do matter. And so if we built a site that's built on testimonials and reviews, we want to give them a tool to help them get more testimonials and reviews. And so our app actually um, supports this. So if you got done with the sale right now, and uh, if you're an agent and you're face-to-face with a client, you could actually go and open the Endorse Me Now app and ask the client if they mind talking into your phone real quick using the video camera on the Endorse Me Now app on uh, how they enjoyed working with you and, and what product they bought. And the great thing about it is, once you're done recording that, I've always found that technology is a little bit of a challenge for a lot of producers, whether it's just a time challenge or just the challenge of technology in general. We tried to take that out. So if you just captured a 20 second video of someone talking in their kitchen of why they bought life insurance from you and how they should work with you, you can go shoulder to shoulder with them. They hit preview, they get to watch it on your phone. They then sign their name and hit an acceptance disclosure statement saying you're allowed to use it and then you hit submit and it goes right from your phone, right to your profile. Right from the field. Awesome. So you don't need to, you don't need to plug your phone in, down, put it to YouTube, figure out how to get that link on your site, so on and so forth. We made it happen if they say, Oh no, my hair doesn't look good today. I don't didn't do my makeup. I don't want to be on camera. There's about thirty coin phrases in there that are generic by gender and generic by product that they can select. So happy I met with advisor today and I'm very excited I'm covered now, for instance, something like that. Same thing. Check the statement. That's the one I want. Hit submit and now it goes up. It's a written testimonial. So, a tool that's in their hands and also we have some scripting and they're able to upload guides and other things to it so it really becomes almost like a portable office for them and that's only with the verified agent platform
2: more than just a review yeah. site like a lot of these other right exactly sites. yeah yeah got it okay so yeah everybody if you want to check out agentreview.net um we're actually kind of running out of time here jonas so okay. i just want to thank you for coming on the podcast here appreciate your time your insights and a lot of the marketing ideas you shared with us and hopefully have you back on soon okay i'd love to and thanks for uh, having me on
0: To join the conversation and learn how to use modern techniques to sell more life insurance, work more efficiently, and on your own terms, head over to selltermlife.com and join our email list. We'll see you next time on another value-packed episode of the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast.